Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, MJ. Hi, Marie. And hi, listeners. Welcome to Dispatches from the Kardashian Simulacrum. Where we process our media theory takeaways and other hot takes from this week's Kardashian content. And okay, so we did like a big deep dive on American Horror Story last week. Mm-hmm. When you listen to the podcast this season, it's like we'll be talking about the most recent Kardashian episode, but we'll usually be like an episode behind on American Horror Story. So I think we'll like wait to talk to him about American Horror Story again next week. This was kind the one we just watched was kind of like as far as Kim's concerned, a little bit fluffy. Like she hired PR crisis people, which is very Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking the director. It's like they spent the first few episodes of the season, like hammering us with Kim, Kim references, Kim winks, Kim inside yeah. jokes, Kim commentary. And now it's like, okay, we're going to take a little breather, kind of intermission. Yeah. And then I'm sure there's more to come towards the end. And I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, maybe something juicier happened in yesterday's episode but we don't know that yet Mm -hmm. so we'll talk about it the next week if it does so for today i think i mean we can talk about the kardashians of this week and then obviously there's a lot going on in the middle east and kim put out a statement kylie also put like reposted a something that was in support of Israel and then deleted it. So there's some Kardashian shit as it relates to all this mm-hmm. um, Israel-Palestine stuff. And we as the sissies are torn about like how to address it, honestly, if we're being real. Yeah. I don't know if I want to. I guess the, wor- the what's worth acknowledging is that the Kardashians felt it was their sense of duty to put out statements. And I was considering annotating Kim's statement to deconstruct like the PR strategy inherent in it that felt like a way to engage with the kardashian like proximity or centrality to this this thing we're all grappling with and coping with but i mean all of this shit feels frivolous in the face of massive world tragedies but we can talk about the fact that the kardashians took a stance on it which is something they don't normally do well i think chris took a stance you said kylie posted a pro-israel thing and then deleted it kim's thing i have to like really read it i haven't even fully like been able to sit down and take it all in but what i saw when i skimmed it was like a lot of like very careful verbiage she like brings armenia in at one point that's just kind of deflective and 
weirdly like reinforces her image and her own proximity to tragedy as an Armenian, like very, very Kardashian public statement. But then also saying she stands with her Jewish friends and family. So then there's kind of like alluding to a solidarity or like solidarity with one side over the other. It's important for them to do that in light of like the Kanye's comments, his anti-Semitic comments. So like, yeah, the Kardashians like kind of knew that the world would be looking to them to make their statements. It's so interesting that the world looks to celebrities to make the statements um, that like public figures and leaders should be making and taking action on. But that's an age-old question of social media is like, should celebrities be obligated to take stances and say something because they have platforms and they have the power to change hearts and minds? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've never had the answer to that. And I don't have the answer to whether like just regular regular people need to be even saying their take either. Dude, you're, you're raising such good, well-stated, smart questions. And the wise thing would be for me to be like, well, let's talk about it. But I'm so tired. No, honestly, we're (laughs) tired. And like, we can just name that like this kind of shit affects us all in different ways. We live in a scary time. And I think everyone's grappling with the fact that this is definitely like this period of humanity is definitely like the last breaths of this civilization. (laughs) We happen to be alive at like a low time in human history in a way. Tai Tai Girls, sad about the state of the world. Very bad things. So with that in mind, the Kardashians contributed to the content reflecting on the tragedies. And what did it really meaningfully contribute? I don't know. You guys tell us. Did it? And then we also got a fluffy episode this week. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, there's no good way to transition out of any of that. But Mm -hmm. like, since we're here, I mean, it really does reflect like the world we live in in the sense of like, there's just a horrific hellscape happening on one news channel. And then there's the Kardashians, you know, and then there's the Kardashians speaking to these terrible things happening on social media, but then they're going to still air their show. So let's talk about the show. (laughs) It was a fluffy episode. It's not lost on me that like there actually has not been any kind of American Horror Story mention at all. And I wonder how long that's going to last. I mean, we're almost halfway through the season. Mm -hmm. That was our prediction at the beginning that there'd be some, I'm just trying to say no to more things. But then Ryan Murphy called and that hasn't happened yet. I think it still is going to come, but it hasn't been a season long. It hasn't been like a season long, like supporting story the way like Dolce & Gabbana was and SNL. Yeah, for sure. So I was quite sure that the Kardashians, a season would essentially serve as like BTS. Me too. For the show. Maybe because of the strike or maybe it's still to come. I agree. So what happens in this episode? Kim takes her kids along with her like other friends. They call themselves like we're soccer moms. And so they go in a squad to like, placate their sons who love soccer and they're like we're boy moms and we're soccer moms it's like a pretty easy way for them to be like yeah we're a matriarchy but see we like men and boys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no they were like playing into the stereotype of the boy mom as well like i kind of explored that archetype in like a campy way and i don't even know i think i'm so tired i don't think i even finished they went to london to some soccer thing did i say that well they went to london and then they went to paris Yes. And it was this thing of like, my like kids really into all these soccer stars. But what's interesting is like, it was inevitable that there was going to be a conversation about Kim potentially dating a f- famous soccer player. And, and I almost had a feeling that 
that would be the subtext somehow because it's not actually about Cam taking her kids to see these soccer stars they're fans of. It's the fact that everyone's like kind of matchmaking Kim super subconsciously with like other like elite men. And she's like such like a Barbie that it's like, is she going to go in the soccer domain? You know what I mean? Like, or is she going to date a politician? Like what industry is she going to tap next with who she's dating? Right. And they kept aligning the timing of all this too, because like, this is meticulous. The Beckham Netflix series just aired. Uh, Victoria Beckham's fashion label just walked Paris Fashion Week. There's a lot of like buzz right now with Beckham's Spice Girls. And then of course, that's the episode it airs the same like week as these things that references Kim dressing up as Posh Spice and being like kind of like part of the Spice Girls like vibe. Like that's so interesting that it's all in a span of like a week. Like is that really a coincidence? Probs not. Also like the typical Kardashian like little old me. I'm just like a girl from high school and the Spice Girls want me. Like it's it's like, yeah, they know how to like court a name even if they're actually at this point have eclipsed the name they understand the value of bridging that connection and the like power of proximity and so they make a big deal about it to hype the name to hype the connection last week's theme was that like mj knows all (laughs) (laughs) yeah it kind of was and so just remember this episode remember The Spice Girls mention, and yeah. someday it'll all make sense. Exactly. Know that in a few years you may catch wind of some connections that MJ has made. And that I made before this stuff started airing. Between Kim and Spice Girls. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, there was a Spice Girls thing, London thing, soccer, soccer moms. Then Chris and Chloe are on a mission to set Scott up with a lady. He's clearly not doing well. He doesn't look comfortable. And the premise of their little storyline is that they're interviewing girls and they make jokes that it's like The Bachelor as these girls come in like an audition room to talk with them. And first of all, this is an echo of an episode gimmick from an old season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians when I believe Kim and Courtney sit at a table and interview potential dates for Chloe. So recycling narratives. Always recycling narratives. So many ba- so many Bachelor references this season. Dude, yes, and last season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just like they're friends with the Bachelor people or if it's like that at some point, sometime, they're wanting to be some kind of Bachelor partnership. Well, it's because they're part of the Disney family. And I think Bachelor is somehow like owned by Disney in some weird way. And it is really like they're kind of colonizing the they're colonizing the small screen, like between American Horror Story, which is a big show, Bachelor, they've got their show. It's just kind of an interesting, like, you know, expression of proximity too. like, right. In the same way that like, in big business conversations about like Apple, Google, and Meta, they're all going to be referencing each other. This is our crew, and this is like going to be, these are going to be our focal points for like referencing. Well said. Thanks, sister. Yeah. So that was like a little dating game. No, the date was really low energy. She did. She carried it. He he was polite and asked questions because he's still a professional. It's funny, though, because it's like she was clearly out of all the women they interviewed, the one that was like truly up to the challenge. It yeah. was just like a talent audition at a certain point. No, and she passed. It was like a fan meet and greet in a way. Also, like Chris is truly big dick energy. Yes. Being like, we don't bite. I know you're probably very intimidated, <laughs> but don't worry. Well, what's funny about her saying that is like when she said like we don't bite it it felt really real you could feel the nerves of the girl sitting across from them when she said that and it did kind of put you in the place of the 
girl being told that. You know what I mean? I guess like, yeah, that'd be intense as fuck to be there. No, I would be nervous for sure. But I would like to think that I would be like the Persian girl. That's the that's why we just watched that storyline though, dude. That's that's the (laughs) implicit part of it. That's the gamification of it of like, what would you do? How would you handle it if you could And the editing too, they like framed her as the star. Right, exactly. No, I framed all the As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Other girls is like they're trying not being able to step up to the plate. And, yeah. there, and there's like there's one girl that almost did. No, for sure. That's the whole thing about it. It's very parasocial, actually, that that gimmick. Totally. The only other thing to say about the Chris and Chloe is just like, again, they do these little games because they also are like proof of concepts mm-hmm. for possible future endeavors or like shows or media placements or X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Clearly trying to get The Bachelor to take notice or like they already have The Bachelor. No, it might already. Notice. I have a weird feeling like The Bachelor, it's like been a conversation with The Bachelor. And they're just planting those little seeds little by little. I think it's just they are literally micro micro commercials for The Bachelor. That is crazy. I think, think they like, have to pay for it. No, I bet it has to do with the fact that they're all under the Disney umbrella. Yeah, like The Bachelor needs to be said mentioned to like you know three times in a season or something. Oh my god, that is so crazy. That's my crazy theory. Demands. What else? It's really just that. It's just like trying to do will they won't they with scott and chloe again like oh scott's describing his dream girl and it's just like chloe everyone has a crush on chloe like there's like a whole thing about that and then it's like kim running around london and paris with the kids talking about soccer and boy mom i don't know i don't know what else to say did you notice that there was post credit there was a post credit scene no what happened paxi probably Mm -hmm. from behind the screen was like scott definitely has a crush on chloe and then chris was like well no it's in like a brother sister way (laughs) and then chloe was like that's not a thing unless we're living in like however many states have legal incest that's not what we do here so they like weirdly named the incest vibes one thing the kardashians will always do is eventually name it right when you think you fight like you've like articulated the weirdness that they that's 
floating in the essence of these scenes, these spectacles, then they just go and put name it right on the nose. And one might say, yeah, okay, so that's their strategy. So what? But it's like, then no one can say that this show is frivolous or dumb, because that means that there's really intense like forces at play that evoke strong feeling that they are able even to articulate that indicates then that there's consciousness in what they do. Right. And planning. Right. They're like five steps ahead of these like intangible things that you're feeling when you watch these things. Exactly. Which is very powerful. Exactly. No, for sure. And Amanda Shiner McLean, who wrote like an analysis of the Kardashians a long time ago in 2013, she coined it. She clocked it that that their emphasis on taboo, specifically sexuality in relation to family, is one of the compelling things about the show. So that's really interesting. And then, I mean, the only other thing I guess was notable was when they went to in London. The moms like went to a pub and had Guinness, and while they were there, somebody goes up to Kim and is like, "Oh my God, I'm a law student," and it reminded me at least who's not very tapped in that she's still in law school. No, that's I think that was absolutely like the narrative function. They need to keep their fingers on the pulses of different stories, even when things are in the back burner, because people will forget. It's interesting to notice like doing this project, what people in the comments, some people will be like, oh, I thought she ripped the Maryland dress or I thought they said it. Like there's old, old expired narratives that are the last things people like left off remembering. And so in the same way, some people keeping up with them, like, might forget that there's still like an unfinished plot point. So it, it, it just keeps everything in motion a little bit. I agree. I think that was the point. Well, it begs the question. So was that lady like a plant? I think that's our NPC. The question of whether that little law student is actually a plant. It's like you see Kim Kardashian randomly in your local pub. And you're like, I actually have something I could say. Because we got the right. law student thing. Like, sure, a savvy little law student would probably go for the gold. But at the same time, she gave them a gift that they were like, that is going to help us maintain our finger on the pulse of the law narrative, you know, like, totally. or it is a plan. And it's like, this was needed. But in any event, the final thing I'll say is at one point, Kim said something about how her parents weren't strict or something. There was something about my parents weren't strict. So like the structure for my kids or something. But I remember like literally last season, Kim, like there was like a whole sequence of Kim talking about how strict Chris was and she made them like make their beds every morning and like they were strict. Mm, that's right. Remember? So that it's just, wow, really flexible for the sake of different narratives. They have, they're not messy usually. So there's like a tidbit like that, like not, does it not matter enough to like have to be consistent or did they forget or like what? Because like I, they don't usually miss when it comes to shit like that. Mm. I don't know. They're also just so intuitive about like media cycles and how long things live and da 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 that like they might just be like, that's fucking old news. Like, yeah, we said that then, but like so much has happened and no one's going to remember. And we have control of the narrative. So like as long as we say it now and like do what we need to do to like keep saying it, if it serves whatever we're trying to do, Mm -hmm. then that'll be the truth. (laughs) No, totally. I think it's just that's – for a takeaway for all of you, super postmodern, that truth is flexible in a postmodern. It's slippery. Yes. Truth and power, they're slippery. Exactly. That's what Foucault would Foucauldian. say. Right? Yeah. Oh my God, we're so annoying. <laughs> yeah, we are. But that's because the only reason I say that is because it's the only thing I remember. I oh, know. <laughs> it's literally the one thing I remember. So the Panopticon and Michael Foucault will be, the, that'll be my reference. Well, isn't it Michelle Foucault? Fucking probably. <laughs> I don't even, dude, this was a terrible episode. 
Was it terrible? Yes. I mean, you really carried it because like I am half alive right now. Well, I just don't know because sometimes like with how parasocial this all is, like some people like the realness, you know, we're only as good as like the content they give us, you it know, wasn't. like we're working with what we have. So I'm sorry if you guys fucking hated it. <laughs> you know, it was also kind of funny though, just honestly, the fact that like we were just in London and yeah. then the Kardashians go to London. Like I'm not even like implying anything, but it was just like funny that like that like the attunement is weird sometimes and kind of interesting. And did you notice that they actually, speaking of Spice Girls, mm-hmm. they like showed in the B-roll the hotel mm-hmm. that Spice Girls filmed the wannabe mm-hmm. video at? It makes me wonder if there's like, unless the big pinnacle of this was meant to just be her first row seat at the Victoria Beckham show. I'm like, is there more they have planned for fi- Spice Girls imagery down the road? Or is this just another case of like Kardashian, like vague sort of reference? Right. You know, either way, it's, yeah, like vague reference just to have proximity to it and to the like mm-hmm. legacy of it. Yeah, who knows? We'll see. It'll be kind of crazy and epic and you can say, I told you so. Exactly. From the future if more happens with the Spice Girl connections. Indeedy. Um, I was going to say one more thing too. Shit, what was it? This is probably my worst podcast I've ever done. Well, don't like be so intense. Like you don't have to like hate yourself for it. It's, like pretty chill. Like I said, the stakes could not be lower. Um, I'm excited honestly to see the like <laughs> Carl Lagerfeld's cat narrative that they like are teasing for next episode. Um, I bet it'll be kooky. I bet it'll be fun. And she didn't end up taking the cat, right? It, that's what's like they're playing with time in that sense of like. It forces you to be like, wait, who'd she bring? When she, like, they do a teaser about, like, I'm bringing something. And it's like, wait, what did she bring with her? No, 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 she didn't. That's just a version of the dress again. Mm -hmm. Playing with, like, essence and legacy. And Mm -hmm. they knew that it's probably unrealistic to actually fucking bring the cat on the red carpet. But they're like, let's do a little storyline about it to, like, claim that. And, like, show the proximity we have to the source. Well, and it's also, like, yeah, exactly. Like, what's unique? And there was a lot of internet discourse. I was participating in it as well about Shupet. And so I think it was kind of like, that's more surprising. Yes, it's a little living thing. There's a mythology to Shupet. I mean, listen, let's get into it next week because it'll be fun to talk about a cat. And like, obviously, Shupet will be the NPC of next week. So, well, we don't know. You might be surprised. I bet there's a handler of Shupet that yes. might have some good screen time. Also, I know we didn't talk about American Horror Story, but I will say the episode I just watched, I'm pretty sure it's episode four. There was a baby. <laughs> there was another baby with long nails. <laughs> they take us to like 1555 in England. <laughs> And some queen's having a baby, and the baby's like a scary monster, and it ha- and they they show like a little shot of like the baby's hand with the nails. Like I want to know what happened. How did they put the nails on the baby on set that day? Did were there well, really? There's no way. I mean, I'm sure because you didn't see the full baby. You just saw the nail, the little baby hand with the nails. So I'm like, that's just you know, that's like a doll or it's a, a CGI. CGI or something. CGI baby. Oh, there's CGI babies all over Hollywood. <laughs> That's tea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I'm here for you to just entertain me in my delirium. Um, I know this episode may have been torture. 
<laughs> you really had to get through this episode. You really had to muscle through it, I bet. But next week, we're going to talk about babies with nails on. And we're going to talk about cats that don't like Kim Kardashian. And I bet people will feel really good about that. They'll say, yeah, that cat is right. And they, they will. They'll be like, they'll be I, like yeah. I wish I wish you pet that day. No, totally. Like, there will be so many memes of like, haha, yeah, that cat hates Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, I'm like, so glad you feel seen. I would have scratched her better. Yeah. It's like, wow, the Kardashians have you in such a tizzy that you're like relating to a cat <laughs> just to like get your kicks of like hating them. I'm saying this by somebody as somebody who like does not hate nor love them. <laughs> I'm like encouraging everyone to have like so fewer emotions about all this shit. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's it for today. You know, I hope that what we didn't give you in real content we gave you comforting sister realness <laughs> and we will talk to you guys next week we love you if i don't see you good afternoon <laughs> so oh married God, just, just it's not working it i know it doesn't work but i'm still i i have to I can just it. say it just fucking say it if i don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night yay <laughs> okay bye guys <laughs> bye. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.